Hi, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Emily Green, otherwise known as Emily the Medium. This show is a space where I'll share my teachings around life after death, the soul, intuition, developing psychic abilities, and so much more. Together, we will expand our minds beyond what is widely accepted as truth and start to see the mind, body, and soul from a completely different perspective. This is a Soul Fire production. Do I ever have a treat for all of you today? I have goosebumps just thinking about the recording of this conversation that I had with my friend, Christina Rice, aka Christina the Channel. (laughs) I am so excited to introduce you to the conversation that I got to have with Christina. It was... As it always is, Christina and I were joking before we started recording that every time we kind of bring our energies together, weird stuff happens, which, you know, leading up to the day of our interview, there was definitely some interesting happenings. And we just had such a powerful conversation. I have been on Christina's podcast, which we mentioned in the show, and I just feel so blessed and grateful to have her as a friend in my orbit. She's such an amazing wealth of information and such a powerhouse and she's bringing such powerful energies onto the planet at this time so I really enjoyed getting the chance to talk to her just really I mean the to me I loved hearing just about Christina's process because I'm very interested in that and she has had a pretty incredible 2020 2021 in terms of what she's been channeling and what she's bringing through and I mean she brought through a whole new energy healing system through her that was downloaded to her in later in 2020 and so it was just so amazing to kind of hear more about her process and what that was like for her but for me the focal point of this conversation was having the opportunity to talk to Christina around what's happening on the planet right now and the frequency changes and this awakening that's happening on a really big level so I felt really inspired walking away from this conversation and I hope you do too I hope you enjoy this I really just can't say enough about how wonderful I think Christina is. You know, I'm like beating a dead horse here, but it's all right. I think it's really important to be in community right now with people who are seeing things the same way as you are and are seeing different truths the same way that you are and so on and so forth. It's really giving me a lot of hope and optimism and encouragement right now. So I'll leave it at that. I'm going to let this conversation, as I usually do, speak for itself. I I can't wait for you to hear more about Christina and her path and her journey and her channeling and how it all started happening for her, how she started working with Ahai, this miracle healing frequency that she's bringing onto the planet right now and starting to attune people to, which I just think is so incredible. As I say in the podcast episode, as I was preparing for this interview with Christina, I wrote down in my notes just the word ahai because I wanted to ask her about it and I felt the most amazing touch with this frequency it's really so incredible so can't wait for you all to hear about this and I can't wait for you to listen to this episode would love to hear your thoughts and your feedback and what this episode inspired for you so please send your feedback to either Christina or I share on social media you know do all the things that that I usually ask you to do and without further ado let's get into today's conversation with my friend, Christina the Channel. 
Christina, I'm so happy to have you here. It feels like a long time coming. And I feel like I talk about you so much on the show that this was sort of like people could maybe see this coming. Um, so <laughs> I'm so happy you're here and I can't wait to chat with you. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. I know we we needed to uh, have another one because we had so much fun on my show. So much fun. So much fun. Um, and yeah. I feel like every time we like connect like this there's what's the word you know like like a pivot like something open something shifts so we'll see absolutely (laughs) we've had like three three kind of times together so far Uh and every time some stuff opens up for me for you it's it's amazing so good so for people just you know I know it's kind of like sometimes I go on podcasts and I it's annoying to tell my story in the same way so sometimes I like spice it up and talk about it in different ways and things like that but can you for people who are new to you and your work and how how you got to do what you're doing. Can you give like, however you want to put it, feel free to spice it up if you want to, but just kind of like a hot points about who you are and what you do on this planet and all that kind of good stuff. Who I am and what I do. Well, (laughs) I'm a channel. (laughs) I'm Christina, the channel. (laughs) Oh man, I'm ridiculous. Okay. I am ridiculous. So I'm an intuitive. I'm an energy healer. I am also a business mentor and I really got into this whole space, the spirituality space through alternative health. I worked as a holistic nutritionist, an NTP, if you're familiar with the term, for a while. And it was my own chronic illness journey that kind of led me down that path. And then one thing leads to another and all of the intuition starts opening up. And I kind of got led here. And I have the classic story of being very intuitive as a child, not really realizing what it was, feeling really overwhelmed, seeing some really scary stuff, and then turning it off at a certain point or so I thought, right. It was, and then how, because I was trying to like close my channels, it was just manifesting brewing stuck in my body, which then led to so many physiological health issues. And then when I like towards the end of high school, beginning of college, I was just really, really sick and came down with chronic illness. And that was my path for a while. And in my path of trying to heal that, I got led to holistic nutrition. That whole world just changed my life. I was like, I cannot believe how much changing your diet and lifestyle can heal you, right? This is, why is no one talking about this? (laughs) Why why is it so hard to find? And so I was working with a lot of clients who had similar health issues that that I had, different types of chronic illness and gut issues. And at the same time, one of my paths to healing was energy healing. And I had hit a point with my health where I would just try anything. And that's when I went to see my first psychic. And thankfully she was like super legit, like probably one of the most powerful intuitives I've ever come into contact with. And that session really just changed my life. It was 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. I didn't say anything really. Like I said, barely anything. And every single thing she said came true. Yeah. Like to like to timelines. It was it was very impressive. Yes. So after that, I was just kind of following the signs and this desperation of let me heal. And that led me to becoming a Reiki practitioner. I started utilizing that with my clients and started noticing that like the same way it was for me, the more I started working on my energy and doing more of the intuitive work and like following that guidance, Mm -hmm. things were shifting. And I was healing more than I was with anything in my nutrition books, you know? So, and even going the alternative route. And so I started to realize how much was really energetic. I also then came across brain rewiring. I was focusing on that process for a while and that really opened me up and through like brain rewiring. And then like, just the more I was doing intuitive work and energy healing. And I was working with a couple of spiritual mentors, things just started like opening up blossoming. And then before quarantine, I don't know, I guess like two years ago now, this is so weird, the timelines, but that's when things like 
really amped up, which I know a lot of people experience like before things were really going to amp up in the 3d world. Like a lot of our gifts were activated and Mm -hmm. that's when I started trance channeling and it wasn't something I was trying to do. It just started happening. And I kept it like my little secret for a long time and was just playing with it and learning to control and really step out of the way and work with it. There were times when I would try to resist it and it was made very clear to me. I couldn't like, I couldn't resist it. It just wasn't really going to happen. Yeah. And that's also kind of around the time when I started doing more business coaching and left nutrition. And I felt a huge energetic shift when I did that. And then as I was business coaching, it became apparent to me that basically all my business coaching sessions just turned into talking about becoming psychic. <laughs> uh, so, so As then it were. I, yeah, so I kind of just started making a lot more offers in that direction and yeah, I just kind of kept opening up and you know, here I am. Here those you are. The, those are the highlights. I love it. That was perfect. That was perfect. There's, I mean, there's just a couple little things, observations that I've never actually thought of before, but going back and then I, and then I want to talk about trans channeling, but this was my experience and it sounds like it was your experience too, that that kind of cross crossroads moment of when you graduated high school, like beginning of college. That's also when I got really sick, um, Mm -hmm. like around the same time. And I kind of have a theory that, I mean, everything, the path that I took from there was what it needed to be and all that kind of good stuff. But I have a theory that there was like an alternate timeline experience where I could have chosen a different, like I didn't have to get sick and I could have chosen kind of a different route, you know, Mm -hmm. based on the decisions that I made. So what's your take on that? What's your experience of just like that period of time for you? I know, I know you've talked about how it like, how it was, you know, it was, it needed to be what it was, but what's your take on that? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's always an alternate timeline. And I remember something that I couldn't wrap my head around. Like when I started getting really into like getting astrology readings and human design and this chart and numerology and like all of these things where people Mm -hmm. kind of type me or Mm -hmm. even intuitives, like what was, what was the focal point in my life for like five years was my chronic illness, my sickness. And amidst all of that and all the different healers and readers, like nobody ever brought that up to me. And I was Mm -hmm. like, and I, it was always so weird. I'm like, but this is like my main issue. Like this has to be written in the stars, right? Right. (laughs) Like that I, that I would struggle with my health and it it isn't like it's not on there. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was just with the choices I made and where I was at, like the path to get me to slow down and Mm -hmm. to, which I like, wasn't, you know, and still to this day, that's something I'm, I'm in the process of learning. That's been hard for me, but I know that's one of my ultimate lessons of like resting in a way that doesn't make any sense to my logical brain like Mm -hmm. that much. So it was the universe's way of getting me to tune in and like search for something deeper, you know, without that, I probably wouldn't have searched for the depth in the way that I did. Although, you know, it's funny yesterday, I was actually with one of my, like my best friends since we're 10. um, And we were talking about how there was just, we always talk about this, like before I got into all the spiritual stuff, how we were always just different. And we would just sit and like lay up at the stars and like talk about like, you know, if you were a tree, where would your roots go? And like, where would they begin? Like, that's like the kind of conversation we were having when we were 10 years old and just through the years. And we always felt like we were the only ones like in our environments that would have those types of conversations. And so there's that piece of me that always just really, really struggled with what is my purpose. And there was a time when I actually don't know if I ever said this, but before my 
sickness got really bad when I was in college. Like I was extremely, extremely depressed and I had started, like I was seeing a lot of different therapists and I remember my mom and my sister came down, I was in college and, you know, they were just trying to support me and like, they didn't really know what to do other than just like be there for me. And I didn't really know what I needed either because I felt like every therapist was not listening to me and kind of just dismissing me. I think I had gone through like 17 of them at, the, at that wow. point. And I remember just breaking down and literally being like, I literally just want to kill myself. Like I don't feel like there's a purpose mm. and I refuse to believe that the point of me being here is to be this depressed all the time. Mm. Like I was just in such a dark place and I didn't understand why, but all I knew was that I didn't feel like I had a purpose. And so what was the point? Because why would I keep doing this thing where I was unhappy every single day? It was just like really, really a dark spot. And kind of what I've talked about, like on my podcast is I just had these clear cries, like literally out loud, like show me my purpose. Like, what is the point of this? You know? And I think that really like escalated the process of, of how I was going to figure that out. You know, I mean, both of us are relatively young Mm -hmm. compared to most people like in this field. Yeah. So uh, I don't think I would have found any of this that young without that, but also it's all in divine timing because it all had to happen before this time in the, on the planet, right? Like it all had to happen before, you know, 2020 started. And so things had to get pushed up. Yeah. So true. (laughs) So true. I completely agree. And I think it's, I think I'm very grateful because I'm 26. I think, I think you're around my age too. Yeah. I'm 26 too. Yeah. And I'm very grateful that we're the same age. That's fun. I'm very grateful that, that exactly that the the timeline got pushed up when it did and that I kind of had most of the foundational kind of reawakening things happen before 2020, 21. Cause there's a lot of people who are like in it right now, you know, it's hard. It's intense. It's super intense. So I want to talk about that, but I loved your point just around like how there was this kind of big wave of awakening and and opening up for a lot of people psychically like right before quarantine. So I'm curious, what I'm curious to hear is in terms of like your first touch or your like your first experience with trans channeling, first of all, what was that like for you? Like, which I'm like super curious, like how did you figure out which, which masters and which beings and which kind of energies you were working with? Like, how did you, what, what, what was like the first couple of experiences like, and how did you figure it all out? I'm so, I'm just curious. Yeah. I mean, I hadn't really, and I didn't really have that much experience with it, like even knowing what it was. Yeah. Um, and up until that point, I mean, I had never heard of, and I I'm really honestly, like I've never watched Bashar. Like, I don't know any of like their work or, um, with Esther Hicks, like I had listened to Abraham a couple times on YouTube, but maybe like four times. And I had never seen her. I never seen Esther channel. I just listened. And so I thought she was just giving speeches. Like I thought Abraham Hicks was just, yeah. I was like, Oh, Abraham Hicks is a woman that gives speeches that are <laughs> so inspirational. I thought the same exact thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's like, literally I, I didn't realize she was channeling. I thought it was just like, she was yeah. a motivational speaker. Of exactly. Some kind. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. I thought she was like a spiritual teacher. Like, yeah. and, and so I didn't really have any touch point with any of this, but I remember I was, I remember I was sitting on my couch and I was just like meditating, like talking to my guides. And I remember I had binaural beats on in the background and like, all of a sudden I just got really like, it was sleepy kind of mm-hmm. like, it, but not like, it was like, I just kind of like closed my eyes and it was like, I felt, Mm. I mean, visually, right. I felt like I was blacked out, like spinning in circles and I could see stars all around me, but I wasn't asleep. Like, (laughs) 
it's so hard to explain. I'm sure you get what I mean. Yeah, I do, I do. Like I was just like up there. Right. Yep. And I'm like, whoa. And I'm like looking around, but at the same time, I'm hearing myself talk and I knew what I was saying. I would like catch some of it and I'd be like, whoa, that's really smart. You know, I like, that was my, honestly my reaction. I'm like thinking about what I'm saying in my head, but I couldn't understand everything I was saying. And I was like, what is moving this? But I felt this immense, like love, like high frequency, like it felt really good. You know, it wasn't like what's happening to me, yeah. but and I was very calm through it all. And I was like, well, this is weird. Like what, what, what am I saying? And I just remember having this dialogue in my head of, I really want to grab my phone and turn on the voice recorder, but I'm scared if I open my eyes, I'll drop out of it. And I was You'll like super, it. yeah, I was like super stressed about like, how am I going to record this? And I just let it like finish. Right. And yeah. I was like, okay, that was cool. And then a couple of days later it happened again. Mm-hmm. Like I was just, you know, I was like talking to my guides, like, and when I am talking to my guides, I'm, it's like, I'm talking to you. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and so it was, all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, I just like went out and the same thing happened. And it took a couple of times for me to learn. Okay. When I just sit down to talk to my guides, let me wow. turn on my voice recorder. Cool. <laughs> so it's already going. And so that's kind of how it started and what the experience was, mm-hmm. was like. Mm-hmm. And then I obviously wanted to like understand what was going on. And I had, you know, a couple different mentors in my life who guided me through that and explained what was going on. And that's when I actually looked up like Abraham Hicks and like watched her once in person just to be like, oh, this is like kind of what I'm doing, except she's like, she's way better, you know, like um, Esther's way better. So, but that just gave me some type of reference point to it. It just kept going and I started recording videos. um, And at first I remember I would go to the park every day and ground and I would Mm -hmm. go into channel and I'm sure people were walking by like, what the <laughs> you know, uh, like, oh God. Um, but I was yeah. very jolty at first. Like I, my head would like roll around a lot and I would like, I would like make a lot of movements just because so much energy was going through me yeah. and I just needed to get it out. Mm. So at first that was a lot, a lot of it. And I wanted to practice enough to a point where I wasn't like making those crazy jolty movements. And the more I got control and practiced, uh, you know, I'm kind of where I'm at now. Yeah. And I can do it with my eyes open as well, but I tend to not mm-hmm. because I actually think it's easier for people to receive when my eyes are not. When your eyes are closed. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, it was just such a beautiful, it felt like such a personal secret journey. Like it was, and it was something that I wanted to keep to myself for a while because it was such a yeah. beautiful process for me. And by the time I actually shared it with people, like I had been doing it for a while, like a lot, like like I had like hundreds of videos and like, I have like thousands of pages of written messages, like, but I wanted that whole, I just, I was protecting it. You know, I just wanted to protect it and have it for myself and wanted to explore and get, feel like, so, like as cemented as I could in it before I ever like shared it with anybody. And I think I kind of went through this identity crisis of, well, is this what I'm supposed to do? Like, am I supposed to be a trans channel? Like it was just this whole, like, what, what do I do with this? Like, do I share this with people? Is just just for me. And I had lots of people in my ear, like, just because you have the gift doesn't mean you should share it with people. Like, you know, people don't need to see that. And then I had other people, oh, you need to show this to everybody. It was just a lot. And mm. I was just trying to kind of figure it out myself regarding who I was channeling mm-hmm. not too long after I started. I mean, because I have, you know me, I'm like very particular about boundaries and protection. Like after like maybe three or four times, I was like, you're not using my voice unless I know who you are. Like I I just wouldn't even let them in, you know? And so that's when it was very, they would kind of, my processes, it's like spirit guide form first. Um, they come down on a lower frequency and then I'm like talking, I have my boundaries and I'm like, okay, who wants to come through? What do you want to talk about? We have that agreement. Okay. This is how it can work. And then 
they raise their frequency, take a higher frequency form. And like, I step out, um, and allow Mm -hmm. them to come through. And now it's kind of evolved where I'm not fully out, so to speak, like Mm -hmm. I'm much more aware of what's going on as it's happening. And you might even like hear this in some of my messages where it's like, they'll say something and I'll ask a question in my head. Yeah. And then I like, they answer it. You know, yes. because I'm like listening, I'm like, what? Or like, can you say, what do you mean by that? Right. Because I'm kind of hearing it. And typically what's happening, I'm either hearing spurts, but typically how I know what's going on is I'm seeing, they're showing me visual images mm-hmm. in my head about things that are related. And so like I did this Ascension challenge um, yeah. in January where I had so much fun doing that because every day I would channel a message from them. And then I would do in my membership, a video where I talked about what I was seeing, mm-hmm. which I th- don't think I really realized until that point, how kind of like different they were and how important it was to have both sides. So, yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's so cool. cool. It's interesting. It sounds like you really had to finesse the process a little bit too, to understand like, and, and get the boundaries. And I, I mean, duh, as soon as you said, you want to know who's speaking to you, of course, you just ask, mm-hmm. who is this? You know, yeah. I, would be the, I would be the same way. I mean, I am the same way. It's like, okay, who are you? <laughs> or else, yeah. you, you know, you can't, you can't have access. Yeah. I was going to ask you about the Ascension challenge because I'm working my way through. I mean, fuck it. There's so much. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> like this is, is like, I've been, to, but it's, it's incredible. I mean, it's like, Thank and, you. and you, it's so cool. Like you talk so fast and it's, it's amazing. <laughs> I'm just Thank like, you. I have to pause because, and I think almost like one thing I was thinking about as I've been working my way through it is you'll channel something, you'll say something. And it's like, I could actually spend a couple of days or weeks just with that one, like little nugget sentence. You know yeah, what I'm it's, saying? It's a lot. Well, to be, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know what I was making as I was, do you know what I mean? Like I yeah. literally thought when they told me to do that, I was like, oh, these are going to be like five minute messages every day. And <laughs> they weren't, um, cause I'm not like timing it. Right. I just go in, I let them talk as long as they're talking. Right. And right. typically they're like, 10, seven, 10 minutes. So those ones were really long. And I was like, Whoa, we just made a whole intense thing. So it is a lot of content. And I told everybody who went through it, like go through it multiple times because you're going to get a lot out of it. Yeah. There was just so much in there. It was, it was very expansive for me. And it was also very energy intensive for me. And I learned a lot through that. Yeah. Um, about like just needing to take care of my physical body Mm -hmm. much better than I was. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that I mean, people don't really talk about that much. And yeah, Yeah. you really have to take care of your body. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, especially when you're doing this work and and, or different, you know, wherever you're at in it. And I think especially during this like time on the planet right now, it's like, what a, what a wild time to be doing this work and like, you know, energetic hygiene from so many different, so many different levels and so many different layers of that. And I want to get to that, but quick question, just curious. There's also in your Ascension challenge, like so many different, like, um, I'm working through the one right now. Well, one of the ones with Serapis Bay and um, I, I like, it's just so cool. Anyway, I'm curious because I know you did a whole breakdown on it. What were the most, like what, what were the most, I guess, I don't want to say shocking, but the most expansive or transformational kind of pieces of information or messages that you got for you personally, like what blew mm-hmm. your mind? 
I mean, a lot of it kind of blew my mind yeah. a lot. You know, I would say there was a lot of it or things that I like knew, but were explained in a different way Yeah, that were very mind blowing for me. And just honestly, so much of it was just the frequency of it. Yeah. Like for me, that was, and I, I mean, I should go back through it again because there's still a lot, like I need to watch it as <laughs> you know, um, but you know, I think the one that really stands out to me the one that stands out to me and it's interesting because I feel like sometimes I say it to other people and I'm like oh I'm like this was the one for me was I don't know if you've gotten to Metatron talks about time yeah yeah that one for me was like the most expansive one yeah I think because that entire message like was very new for me of like, there's nothing in there that I had like even touched with them before yeah, specifically. Yeah, yeah. And his, his, it just really made me realize like the way they explain time, like how much we can shift the past, present and future. And kind of since then I've Amazing. had such a different perception around, Oh man, like when I've had all these memories trigger up of, of when I was younger and I was talking to me like now or in my future. Mm-hmm. And now I will really just the way I work with my higher self is like very different in the, in the sense of like, I'll anchor into my higher self and then anchor into my future self and like talk to her of like in who's in the frequency that, that I want to be in alignment with. Right. Like, so it really changed the way I, you know, work with my own frequency and the way I perceive things and how I can literally rewrite my, my past based on my now. And as I clear things now and, and reframe things, I can literally shift the past. And I think it's something that is really difficult to explain to people who aren't used to talking quantum of, yes. you know, for me, I, I don't really see anything as objective, mm-hmm. like nothing to me anymore is objective because what do we think of as objective? It's like, Oh, I measure it this way. Right. Okay. Well, that's really not objective if we're talking quantum. Oh, well, this happened really. Well, there are 20 different perceptions. And also that was just the timeline you were experiencing, but who's to say that we weren't experiencing different realities. And then I came into this now and we converged, you know? So do you see what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) um, it it just kind of like blew my mind of realizing, like, I'm just kind of like floating along and like my Mm. dot can expand into a line and then can go into past, present, future, but it can also collapse on itself and I can move around. So it's just, it's amazing. Yeah, really. I was actually watching <laughs> The Time Traveler's Wife <laughs> last night. And yeah, maybe great totally, movie. Totally ruined great for movie. me though. But yeah, with, yeah anyway. But, <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So anyway, but but that yeah. movie, I hadn't seen that since it came out like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And just watching how he experiences time, I'm like, this is exactly how I feel. It's like what version of me am I coming from? Am I talking from? Am I moving toward? Like, I, I don't know. It, that movie yeah. was very interesting. So yes, I haven't watched it in a while too. I'm sure it'd be interesting to watch it now from like the, the, the perspective. Yeah, I should, yeah. I should. I always love that movie just in general, but I just finished that Archangel Metatron like on time. And I remember hearing you talking about it too, like when you're recapping it, mm-hmm. but that was even before, like, I think it's also... Totally. Like if you try and you, there's absolutely no way you can understand that intellectually. It Mm -hmm. it is impossible to understand that intellectually. Like you have to have an experience of it. You know, I don't know Mm -hmm. if you, if if you agree, but like, it's an, it's an experience thing where you actually, you know, God, I I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's been what difficulty for me with like things I channel of, I don't always know how to package it. I don't know how to articulate it because it's like, it's the vibration. I know exactly what they're talking about. But how do I explain this in a way that people can understand? Yeah. You know, and I think that's part of where 
things go wrong, so to speak, like in the spirituality space, because mm-hmm. I feel like there are so many teachers who yeah. try and distill it down so much into a package people can understand. And yes. in doing so, we can lose the meaning because people are trying to mm-hmm. pull these quantum concepts and fit them in their box that they understand, but it doesn't, it's not it's not in the box. Like that's the whole point. It doesn't exist there. Mm -hmm. And that's what, you know, if you're trying to understand a lot of these concepts, you have to set that aside of like, my box can't exist anymore. I'm going to blow it open. And like, everything can be real and everything also cannot, you know? So I I think that's something that I try and keep in mind too. Like, I think, you know, analogies are super helpful, Mm -hmm. but there's like certain points and with certain messages, I can't even articulate the frequency. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then that must be such a process for you. Like, how do Mm -hmm. I keep the vibration? of this vibration of this frequency (laughs) and communicate it without distilling it too much. That's, that it's going to be like, you use, you lose the frequency of the thing, you know? Yeah. Well, that's where I've learned that the trance channeling is super helpful because Mm. you just have to listen, right? It's just the frequency of the words. Like if you just listen, you don't even have to like consciously understand what they're even saying, but that frequency gets imprinted and like transferred to other people. And so for messages like that, that's the best way for me to share them is just to trans channel them because it's kind of like, I'm just transferring the frequency package, you know, and you might not even know, like as they're talking, you're like, what, what the hell does that mean? (laughs) But if you just let yourself like feel into the energy, you'll know, Mm -hmm. you'll just know. Yes. And other people know too, like you don't even have to, it's almost like sometimes I found myself as I was working my way through the challenge where it's not that I wasn't listening to what you were channeling, but I was just catching the vibration instead of the words, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you've done it really beautifully where it's like the vibration's still there, but the words are also there, you know? Yes. Thank you. you yeah. Go. Yeah. Well, that's a big part of it though. Right. Cause it's like, and I would tell people, I'm like, literally just like have it playing yeah. like that in itself is going to shift your frequency. Yeah. You don't even have to listen. To it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. You're just catching the vibration of, of, of the, of, like, I love what you said, the frequency package. That's brilliant. Mm-hmm. I love that. Anyway. Amazing. It's incredible. Um, Thank you. you guys should go do it. I'll link it in the show notes. I've already linked it in show notes before, but it's like, <laughs> if you haven't done it yet, come on, let's go. What are you doing? <laughs> um, so amazing. Okay. So kind of parallel to that, uh, well, not parallel to that, but another thing that I wanted to talk to you about, and I'll just preface this, I told, I mentioned this to you before we started recording, but um, one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about and ask you about is the type of energy technology that you work with, Ahai, which I've had my first touch with this when I got to, the chance to connect with your energy couple, whenever that was, September mm-hmm. 2020, August 2020. Something I realized when I was um, like just kind of brushing myself up on on this is like, that was recent. Like that, that was downloaded to you recently before we had connected. I didn't realize that. Like, it felt like you had had this for like years and years and years and you were keeping in your back pocket, but it was new for you Mm -hmm. anyway. So can you, well, okay. Two things. Number one, when I was writing down the note to talk to you about this energy technology that you work with, I wrote the word down, ahai, and mm-hmm. I told you this, but I had this like incredible, like warming sensation moving all the way down from the top of my head, all the way mm-hmm. down my back. Like somebody put this like cosmic heating pad on my back and I just wrote the word down. Like that's how yeah. powerful it is. So anyway, can you explain ahai and what it is and how it came to you and, and everything yeah. to do with it? Yeah. Well, actually, it's funny because now that you say that, I would like 
I need to like rewatch that session, but I'm also <laughs> curious if there was more in there that like you didn't even say about like how you perceived it at the time. Yeah. And for me, you know, I was still working through like, how am I going to share this? Do I share this? Right. Um, and I was getting the directive to share it, mm-hmm. but that whole session that I had with you was just like confirmation. I was really mm-hmm. using it as confirmation because I didn't really say anything. And every yeah. single thing you said was confirmation of like what I was getting. And I really needed it at that time because I was just overwhelmed with mm-hmm. all of the things coming through. Um, and really just wanted to keep my ego in check, you know, of like, you know, so that was really important for me. Like, you know, and when you said that, I was like, okay, I'm not making this shit up. Like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) so Yeah. yeah. And so basically what happened was, Oh man. And that's how my life runs too. Right. It's like something's happening for a week and I'm like, fuck, I've been doing it for 20 years. Like that's how I I feel, (laughs) you know, because I think people don't understand like when I go into channel, right. Mm -hmm. Like if I channel for 10 minutes, I can pull so much information. It's like I was in there for three days. Yeah. So it's like when I'm spending my time there, like my time is totally shifted. It's totally yes. expanded. Yes. And I think also people didn't, you know, realize like when I say it's not like I just downloaded this. I'm like, okay, what's going on? Like I'm in cosmic school every day. I'm like going in, like yes. spending a lot of time doing, you know? Yeah. So anyway, what happened was Lionsgate portal of 2020, they were, and I was getting a lot of activations at the time. I had just had my Kundalini awakening and like, mm. it was just like so much happening, but they told me um, they're like big channeling session tonight, like get ready for it sacred channeling session. I'm like, oh, all right, let's get yourself it. together. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. All right, cool. And my boyfriend was out of town. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to push the couch back. I'm going to have a whole ritual in my living room. Like, oh my God, I had candles all around me. I was Whoa. like, this is, this is so weird. This is great. So anyway, I, I was so pumped. I remember a bunch of my friends were having Lionsgate parties and I was like, I can't, I have to, I gotta, I, I got an appointment. Chill. Yeah. <laughs> So, and I mean, I thought they were just going to give me a lot of like juicy information about quarantine and stuff, to be mm-hmm. honest. And I did get some juicy information, I will say, but uh, a good amount of it, I was, I was channeling for a couple hours, but I was just surrounded by all of these light beings. Like it was just like bright, mm-hmm. bright light and probably the most physical that I've ever seen them. Just imagine like beams of light floating around you. And yeah. like some of them were just in light ball form. Some of them were in like physical shape form, yeah. hologram, like bright, bright light angels all around me. And I was just like blinded. Like I remember I just could barely keep my eyes open. Mm-hmm. And one of the light beings that I work with consistently, you know, the way they give me information, they'll, they'll package it into a shape. And it's like a, it's like beaming with light. And then they will essentially like download it into my body. Yeah. Um, and so I knew I was like, oh, I felt all my, like, I felt myself open up and they're bringing it over and I'm like, holy shit, I feel it. And then they, they downloaded it into me and my whole system was like upgrading. And it was like, I was like, I need a camera. Um, so I was just letting myself <laughs> You almost need like a witness. I know, I know. But it was so, I mean, it wasn't a question. It wasn't like, am I, I mean, yeah, I was very much like awake. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, and so I'm like, oh my God, this is incredible. Right. And I, and they're all surrounding me and they said, you know, we're downloading a new form of energy healing into you. It's your job to bring this to the masses and it's needed at this time in the great awakening. Mm. And they, they said, you know, write all of us down. We're going to, we're going to teach you how to use it and what it is. It's called a high and Damn. it's anchored into the seventh dimensional frequency. And they started talking about how our old energy technology just isn't going to work anymore. And why this is coming down is because it upgrades itself. And this is something that I've talked to some of my clients about, but 
you know, after a high, like I had different initiations of higher dimensional energy. Like, so after it was like a couple months after that, it was like, yeah. okay, now we're doing eighth dimensional initiation. And then nine, it was like, it upgrades itself, which is really cool. Very cool. But I'm like, wow. to me, I'm like, I don't really, as long as it's working, I don't yeah. really get too caught up in dimensions personally, yeah. <laughs> but you know, so, but what yeah. I love about it is it's so dynamic yeah. and like flexible, I'll say to, to where the person's at, but and it's a very powerful form of energy healing, but to be honest, I think of it more as it does that, but it's really powerful for activations and like activating dormant DNA, which is yeah. a big reason like why it's here and really upgrading the physical body to be where we need it to be at, to support our energy bodies and our psychic senses, right. because it was like, and this is what they're telling me, like there's a gap between where our physical bodies are at mm. and where they need to be at to be able to hold the the amount of light that you're ready to hold, yeah. uh, you know, for your third eyes to be as open as they need to be. Like we need to physically upgrade. Yeah. So th- that's where I see it really like, that's kind of how I think, think of it really. Yeah. And so yeah. I think of it as like energy healing on steroids, you know, it's a form of energy healing. It's at a higher frequency than some of the other ones that you might've experienced yeah. and you could do all kinds of things with it, you know? And so after that experience, I, they attuned me to different symbols and showed me different symbols and their meanings and you know, what everything meant and what to do. And they told me to start using with some of my clients. And so I did, and people were just getting incredible results. I mean, just some really, really beautiful healings. Like, and it's really interesting, the concept of a miracle healing, because I've had so many (sighs) talks with them about miracles and miracle Mm -hmm. healings. And there's so many miracles that happen every single day that we don't even like celebrate as the miracles that they are. And I would see clients, like it was a straight up miracle healing. And they're just like, Oh, cool. My pain's gone. I don't have to get the surgery. And I'm like, no, I'm like, That's like, yes, like, you know what I mean? It was like this, this disconnect. <laughs> but then meanwhile, yeah. there are all these people yeah. who are like, I want a miracle. You know what I mean? And I'm like, there's this disconnect because we don't even celebrate the miracles that happen in our everyday life mm-hmm. lives. Right. But then also not everybody gets a miracle, you know, <laughs> not everybody gets a miracle. That's just like, like, if you haven't learned your lesson, if you have a physical issue yep. that is part of your lesson. Yeah. You gotta learn the lesson. Yeah. It's just part of it. Yeah. So yeah, I've been using it ever since and I'm training people in it. And it became very apparent to me that like there's a lot of me setting my ego aside of like, I'm not necessarily here to help everybody individually, but right. I know I am here to train other healers. Yeah. yeah. And you know, that was kind of hard for me to swallow, honestly, yeah. you know, yeah. and that was me go of like, I love, and I love working with clients, but it was kind of like, stop spending so much time focusing on people one-on-one. Like if you really want to give this to the world, you have to teach other people to give it to the world. Right. You know? And so that was, you know, another point as well. I've definitely noticed ego popping up with people, even when considering it. Mm. it's very interesting how much it triggers for people. Yeah. What do you notice? <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to be attuned to that because I want to be powerful. Ah. Well, you're powerful whether or not you're attuned to it, first right. of all. Yeah. But also, like, if that's your intention behind wanting, why you want to be in, attuned to mm-hmm. it, you're not even going to anchor it in. Right. Yeah. Because it's just, it's so off from the the core mm-hmm. vibrational frequency of, of the technology. Exactly. Huh. Exactly. Wow. So yeah. it's very... It's very interesting, Christina. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, that, I can't even imagine. Like, that takes a big... First of all, that takes it so just so fucking cool about the process. Like I'm like seeing it all, like watching a movie. It's yeah. amazing. That's <laughs> this is the best part. I'm like this is, so, this is like I'm, this is so yeah. exciting. <laughs> um, but but it takes a big like that 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 I just 
I don't know if I've ever said this to you or if I said this to you when we talked about it, but it takes a big aura. Like it takes a big energy to be, to hold this, this like technology and all of the ins and outs about it and how you're sharing it with people and attuning to people to it. And then just like, even do, do you find, I'm curious, like if you've had to do this of sort of like determining if someone is a correct fit to be attuned to, like, have you had to, have you had to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And yeah. I've had conversations with certain people or I'm like, look, this mm. isn't like you're a bad person, yeah. but this has to be cleared or adjusted. Right. Like, and it's kind of awkward for me to be in that place. Cause I'm like, I'm not the decision maker. Right. Like, but you know, like if there's a lot of darkness, dark energy, and that's not like if someone's a bad person, but like, if there's a mm. lot of ego, like, like any of that energy, it's just, that's not yeah. the right fit. Yeah. Um, so it's like, okay, work needs to be done to be able to, to anchor yeah. that in, yeah. you know? So I have had that conversation with, yeah. with some people yeah. and that was something that was part of my quote unquote training, you yeah. know? Wow. And there's also something to like, people are attuned and they fall into that. It's almost like it won't, it like won't work anymore. Cause it's like your intentionality is what turns it on. Right. If right. you're not operating at that frequency, you're not a match. And so it won't really work. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. So there's that aspect to it as well. Yeah. But yeah. there's also the, and I've seen this like once attuned, I've seen people like really shift, like just being like the highest versions of themselves, like overnight. Amazing. It's like any of those temptations suddenly like, oh, it doesn't even matter. Like I feel wow. so, so high. And like, I, I joke about this, but I literally all, like, I feel, I don't know if you feel this too, like from like your work, but it's like, I feel, I, I always say like, I'm addicted to the frequency. Like I'm high off of the frequency. Like when you're channeling, yes, you know, and you're working with high frequency energy, it's just like so addictive. Like so addictive. I oh, just, yeah. I want to, I, that's what I want all the time, all the exactly. time. <laughs> like exactly. how, how am I supposed to do anything, but have uh, access to this or be I know. To this? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I've had some clients who uh, they're more like in person, like friends. And mm -hmm. they'll be like, I used to like need to do drugs to, to go the places that I go with this. So <laughs> right. I think I'm just going to do this. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's probably, probably, probably good. for the better. <laughs> yeah. But wow. yeah, amazing. It's really cool. It's really beautiful. Yeah. It's taught me a lot. And, you know, I hope that people who feel called to it, explore it. Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting to see how much it's triggered for other people. I mean, I, and I can't wait to see just how, like, where this will continue to go just as you kind of roll. I mean, it starts to roll out across the, the planet. I can really see this, like, starting to really, like, pick up. And I hope so. Like, Reiki <laughs> is just a term of the of the past, you know, because I think it makes so much sense to me that, that this, this, and you're right. Like energy healing doesn't even, it's so much, so much more. I need like a better word to describe it because it's so amazing. It's so multifaceted and so powerful. We'll just go with technology or this frequency, you know, it really feels like to me also that it's kind of answering a call of, like you said, the, the awakening of what's happening on the planet and to act as an activation kind of energy for people. So can you, let, let's talk about that. Just like, I'm really curious about the dormant DNA and and like, you know, we're being told that we have junk DNA and, you know, like I'm like really junk DNA. Okay. That but makes I'm, sense. Yeah. It's just junk. It's just, we don't need it. It's fine. You don't need to use it. It's all good. Don't activate it. It's your butt. You know, like what? But can you, can, can we talk about that just in terms of, because I think that I've really experienced that of, and I really feel that there's like, 
an agenda, uh, so to speak, to keep people in that, you know, just like using only a certain percentage of their Mm -hmm. intelligence, using a certain percentage of their psychic perception, only using a certain like, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and, and only going so far. And so I think it's really cool that that you're using this frequency that's meant to take us beyond that. So I want to talk about this is like a backwards way of me trying to say I want to talk about what's happening on the planet right now. <laughs> um, and like, I'm really curious just to hear because I know it's been so interesting for so many people um, like you and I who are paying attention and doing the work that we're doing and working with all kinds of different people and, you know, receiving information from from different kind of energies and guides and all that kind of stuff. But I'm just curious, like 2020, where are we at right now? April 2021, like what's your take on what's happening for the collective and the great awakening and, and like, where are we headed? Like what, what's happened? What's your take on where, where this planet is headed? Yeah. You know, big questions. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'm actually excited because I'm going to do a whole video about this on Friday. Uh, Yeah. I'm doing a YouTube video about it, but I'm trying to decide. Okay. Here's the thing. Overall, it's a really powerful time where like we're anchoring a timeline I think more permanently than ever before which people may or may not understand I've been getting a lot around this of like pick a lane which typically kind of isn't how it's coming through like there are many lanes but it's kind of like where are you going to be at when there's the full-on split you know because it is the great awakening. I feel like yeah. some of these terms make it sound so ridiculous, mm. but it, it it's is actually what's happening. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We're anchoring and we have anchored in more light on the planet than we ever have before. Mm-hmm. And the frequency of the planet is, is shifting, is rising. I mean, the Schumann residence has been wild, right? Yeah. And if you look at it's everything spikes. they're hiding around that, what's interesting is if you look at different times in history where there have been like before wars, I'll say the same sequence of events occurs. There's a very clear like protocol, right? There's the fear mongering. There's the propaganda. There's the, we're going to segregate. We're going to split you up. We're going to make you not like each other. We're going to create a problem and then have you ask us to solve it. So it's very like classic, you know, of this is how you control people. And what people need to think about is, well, I mean, and I'll just think about this like for me, right? When I first started, I mean, I think the two places where I really thought about this were, oh, that just reminded me of this whole other download I need to do a video on. Like <laughs> I was getting all kinds of crazy shit when I was in Ohio. I was like, holy shit. I wrote down like 20 pages about hypnosis. Like, wow. but when I first started learning about hypnosis a while back and like when my intuitive guess, as they were really opening, I just kept thinking, I'm like, there are so many people that if they were as turned on as, as I am, or like aware of how hypnosis works, like I would not feel safe. And then you have Mm. this feel this moment of like, well, that already happens. That's why, (laughs) you know what I mean? Um, It's already happening. Yeah. It's already happened. Right. People, I mean, most of the world is legit in hypnosis. In a hypnotic trance. Absolutely. Yes. And people think of, people think of that as like walking around like a zombie. I mean, not exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I mean, I've used hypnotherapy to heal from different things. It's super powerful. And I'm functioning like a normal person. I just like have beliefs that are shifted, you know, yep. I've just like, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. And I think that's why it flies under the radar for so many people. Like, and I think a lot of people, they, they'd rather just not even look there. It's mm-hmm. too much. And something that I forget exactly what the sentence was. It was so good this morning. Sarah Pispe was just like, the people on your planet are at such a lower frequency than that of truth that when it hits them, they just want to push it away because it feels like wrong fear. Like it's such a dissonance with where they're at that they don't, they can't even look there. 
Yeah. Right. That's like how out of alignment with truth we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why people are like, no, it's crazy. It's like, you're because you're feeling the frequency of truth and you're not used to it. Yes. And so you won't even look there because you're, you're feeling that frequency gap. That's how intense it is, you know? Anyway. So amidst all this happening and us really shifting the planet, raising the frequency of the planet, a lot of the lower frequencies, people who are in control and trying to control and like, you know, stay in power, have been in power for a long time, know that that's happening and have been trying to hang on to power. Right. And so all of this is like a power play. And it's also, you know, personal, I don't like to use the word test, but, but it, it gets it across. But I also will just say, I think sometimes people like forget that that's not how it's intended. It's more right. of just like energies are coming in to see where you're at. It's not like your spirit guides, like, let me test you, yeah, you know, yeah. like that's not their <laughs> yeah, yeah. intention. They're just like, here's your choice of who you want to be. Mm-hmm. So like, here's the option and your actions. We respond to your actions. We respond right. to what you say. We respond to how you show up. And so yes or no right? Like those are all your options. They're not like, Oh, let me trick you. It's Mm -hmm. like, no, if you want to be this new person, you got to act in alignment with that. So every choice you get to make is an opportunity to cement that in, but you know, people are being tested in their faith. They're being tested in their truth in, am I going to just be a bystander? Right. Am I going to, am I like, at what point are we going to realize somebody's not going to come in and, and, and save us? Like we have to Mm -hmm. step up and, actually speak our truths and take control of our own lives. And I think so many people have just gotten used to living passively and believing everything that's, that's said to them. And I mean, over the last two years, I just look at things on mainstream media and I mean, to be quite honest, and this is like the human of me of like, this is a fucking joke. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't understand how people can see some of this stuff and not get it. Like it it just doesn't even make sense because, and that's like the moment where you're looking at a sign that says no gatherings, more than six people right next to a sign on the same pole that says no protests over a hundred people. And you're like, I'm sorry, if you don't say what the hell, like, I mean, you have to face that part of yourself that you've been going along with bullshit. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's like, the sooner the better. Yeah. The sooner the better, you totally. know, but this is where people are caught in their ego because yes. when you're caught in your ego, you don't want to be wrong. Yeah. You don't want to change your mind. That's right. It. And yeah. you don't want to challenge the status quo and you don't want to, I don't want to lose my friends. I don't want to lose my family. Like that's all attachment. Like mm-hmm. we are, we are facing extreme levels of attachment. Yeah. Right. And so people like kind of what we're talking about before, like one of the things I know that allows me to evolve is that I'm not attached. I'm really not attached. I'm not even, I'm not attached to like when I live and when I die, mm-hmm. like I feel really good. Yeah. Like if it happened tomorrow, like I would feel really complete you know, and a lot of people don't feel that way. And so they're attached to how this plays out and when is it going to end? And I need, I need to have this partner in my life. I need to have this family in my life. And like, those are all attachments that are being tested. Right. And so I just think that, and we're facing death, you know, people are facing their their relationship with death. There's just so, so much coming up, but what this is really mirroring is our relationship with our parents of like, you know, the government essentially standing in as my parents, you're supposed to protect me. You're supposed to tell me the rules. You're supposed to keep things safe. And I don't want to admit that you've been tricking me all along the whole time. Right. Like it just feels too big for people to even comprehend. So they'd rather just look the other way, but there's going to hit a point where you can't like, you just can't. And so everybody who's trying to abdicate responsibility, avoid responsibility, like Mm -hmm. you're going to have to, you're going to have to face it, take it at some point. Yeah. You're going to have to face it. So yeah. 
it's just a matter of when. And what I'll say is, you know, I, this is something I've been thinking about a lot where it's almost a hard topic to talk about of like, where are things going? What's happening? Well, if I say where things are going with the current timeline, I don't want to anchor that in, you know, like I I don't want to, I don't want to say, well, this is where it's heading like this and this, because no, you know what I want? Like Mm -hmm. what I want to anchor in is that people are really going to wake up really quickly in the most beautiful, joyous way possible. And more people than expected are going to anchor into the new earth. And we are all going to figure out that we can live in alignment and it all can work really beautifully. And we are going to drop the hierarchy and the bullshit and the lies and anchor in the love. And it's going to happen as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. Like that's what I'm going to anchor in, you know? And I think this is where it gets tricky when prophets and psychics are saying different things of like what's happening. Well, because yes, like I like wanting to share what's coming through because that's important, but also we have to be conscious of our words. Mm-hmm. And like, if we, if we're saying I'm seeing this is going to happen and then I'm believing it to be true. And then you're telling this to a bunch of impressionable people who are like, so-and-so said that this is going to happen. Now they all believe that's going to happen. And now that's a timeline that we're adding probability to. Yep. And you see what I'm saying? To. Yeah. hundred percent. Absolutely. And I think, yeah, there's, there's so much there because I think it's, it's a very interesting thing. Like technically you can, I mean, we can, I think I'm totally with you. Like I can see mm-hmm. how it could potentially play out. I mean, I agree with you. I don't want to bring life to that or, mm-hmm. or breathe life into that by any means. I think it's very interesting to just like vibrationally feeling the, like some days I'm like, yes, we're doing this. It's amazing. Optimism. I'm like so hopeful. This is a bit, this is beautiful. And then some days it's like, it doesn't feel so much that way, but I don't, I I'm the same as you. I don't project it in that direction. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm not going to give any more life to that than there already needs to be. So I think that's, that's really powerful. And I also just want to touch on what you said just around like it's it's really funny to me that I completely agree with you where there's like a, a, a frequency gap of the, the 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 truth that's there and then you know just feeling like the the person doesn't want to be wrong or doesn't want to see kind of the very obvious truth and frequency that's right in front of them and it's it's like yeah there is that there is that dissonance and I think it's just going to get to the point where I mean I hope I my intention and my my highest vision is that it's just going to get to the point where it's impossible for them to continue with the narrative that they've been running and then they can kind of feel humble enough to switch tracks because like I'm like that like if I the second I figure out oh fuck I was wrong about something I'm no problem I was wrong it's yeah. all good and Same. I can and now I have new information and I can reorient and redirect and and kind of like re you know yeah reorient myself and I have no problem with that and so I think it's it's interesting you know it's definitely like an ego thing big time and I also totally agree with you where I think it's like a there's more of a need for discernment than than ever before like exactly like you said people who are talking about okay well this is where it's going and this is where it's headed and then there's like legions of people who are then holding that it's like and then is pushing the whole thing mm-hmm. back. Yeah. I mean, I have seen this is where I've just been really like just trying to be like mindful about how I even navigate this because I don't want to turn my community like I want right. to I want to do everything I can so that my community is holding the highest timeline. And mm-hmm. I've seen other people in the spiritual space, their communities turn into like this fear vortex of like they're out to get us. This is what's happening. And like, Oh my God, we're headed here. And I'm like, Whoa, that went wrong. Like that went real wrong, wrong. you know? And I don't, I don't, I don't want to add to that. And so it's a, it's a balance of like, yeah you know, wanting people to be informed, but I think even just this conversation can allow people to see it. And I'll also say like with that humility piece and realizing you're wrong, the choice of seeing the truth, like 
seeing the truth is also the choice that aligns you with your life of ease and flow and like really stepping into a higher level of consciousness. And I, I will say I've seen this through multiple people in my life who are super resistant. And like, I've gotten a lot of fights with people very close to me about our beliefs around what's going on. And at the same time in, in their personal lives, having so much difficulty in business and relationships, like just like feeling that energy of you're struggling or dragging, you know, and the second day, Finally, yeah. just set their egos aside and they're like, you're right. Like, mm. I see it now. And I just wanted to avoid it. And they just like got in their humility. Right. Mm. And they were like, no, I know this, this sounded crazy to you before, but I know it in my body. Yeah. And when they did that, it was like their whole life realigned business picked up relationship shifted. It was like yep. in that choice of being in the truth, their entire life shifted to be in alignment with that flow. Yeah. And that's how you get to me on the track of that reality. Like it's su such split realities. Like, I feel like I'm watching it happen. And like, do you want to feel like you're watching it happen mm -hmm. slash it's not all, it's not even there. Yeah. Or do you want to feel like you're in the middle of it? Yeah. Because you, you decide based on what you're watching, you know, what you're consuming, what you're putting out there, like all of that. So I think Absolutely. that's important for people to realize as well. Yeah, that's a, that's a massive point. I want to put like a massive exclamation point on what Christina just said. So skip back, go back, you know, 60 seconds, go back, listen to that again, and then continue. That's huge. That's, that's, that's so important. And, um, I think, you know, we were talking about this before, but I see a lot of people right now who are kind of like having those same experiences where they're they're getting in arguments and there's all this polarity and you know they're like butting heads and one thing that i think about is like we can think about like the the pulse of the narrative of you know and what it's trying to to do and then we think about like the the same the, the people who are trying to like help but then they're actually just playing into the same freaking thing it's like it's mm -hmm. the same it's it's the same frequency you're just slicing it in a different way and it's yeah. you know what i mean like it's like it's, totally. it's it's fear on both sides so it's like i think i really like how you said that and i've been the same around just trying to be really intentional with how i'm communicating about it and talking to sharing it with my community and i'll be i'll be honest like most of it so far hasn't been super you know like front and center i'm i'm kind of working it in a bit more subliminally so spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> what I'm doing to anybody who's ever wondered about that. Uh, yes, I am doing that. Um, and I, th and I think I see you doing that too. And I think that that's important because causing more of the, like feeding the, the energy, that's definitely not what we want to be doing here. You know, so, I know it's, yeah. it's that dance between like, I don't want to feed it. And then at the same time, I have to realize that what people do with information, how they respond is their responsibility. Yeah. You know, so there's, thing. yeah, that's yeah it's, it's a, it's an interesting time. I think something I found a lot of comfort in is having, getting to have conversations with people like you and be mm -hmm. like, Oh yes. Okay. She, she is, she's catching that same wave. And I think it's really just encouraging because a huge part of the agenda obviously has been isolation and feeling like, you know, you're in it on your own and you don't have been, you know, it's like divide and conquer and all this kind of stuff. So I think it's like, I already just, it's like feeding my 
internal optimism too. And I hope that that's happening for people who are listening to it as well. That like, I really see, and I try to talk about this as much as possible. Like I really see this, this, where this planet is headed is like a really beautiful direction. And there's so many incredible changes and like old structures and things that just aren't working and more people being in touch and in tune with, you know, their psychic connection and, and really using that as a very reliable compass for just everything that they do. And starting to having, you know, exploring and also really relying on like a daily connection with different guides and, you know, and, and, and support systems. Because I know that that that's such a huge part of your life and your, and your experience. And it is such a part of mine too. And I just like, sometimes I think about people who like don't have contact with their guides and I like get sad for them because I'm like, yeah, it's so, it's such a enhancer to the human experience. Anyway, I agree with you. I think that it's what's happening, even if it doesn't always seem like it I think it's going to be really beautiful and really amazing it will it will and what I'll also say is you know a big part of this is like you said trying to make people feel isolated and where a lot of people I think are facing a lot of conflict is like they're realizing that where their relationships are out of alignment and they don't want to face it whether it's family you know marriage partners whatever it is and so then they feel like it's even harder but this is where you know that time in your life where you come up against oh I settled here or I didn't even know myself there and like what are our beliefs around relationships and them ending and new beginnings and all of that so people are dealing with that not knowing how to let go how to move on but what's really apparent to me is when people make statements like oh like everybody thinks this or nobody believes that. And I hear people and I'm like, no, that's what you think in your bubble. Because, right. and I have, I've had people come to me and they're like, oh my God, you think that too? I don't know anybody else who thinks that. And I'm like, well, I'm happy to be here for you. But at the same time, I want you to understand that there are thousands, millions of people who are on your page, yeah, like, or who are on the same page as you, you yep. just like, aren't making the effort to really find them, yeah, you know, but it's like anyone listening, if you come to my community, to Emily's community, like it's home. Like everybody's on the same page. You don't need to have your wall up. You don't need to watch what you say. Like we get it. Yep. We get it. And it's just understood. And I think there are a lot of people, unfortunately, who don't realize like how many people are on that other side of it. And like, I was having this conversation with somebody in my family and I'm like, well, everybody in my bubble, yeah, like everybody in my bubble is on my page. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so you can think that in your bubble, but realize like not everybody thinks that. Right. Just the same way I know that not everybody thinks what I think. That's a huge perspective shift. Yeah, we do. We do exist. So keep that in mind. You're not the only person. I promise you. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's, that's such a fantastic point. Again, exclamation point on that rewind and listen to that again, because I think exactly it's like, there's a, that's one of the, the, the intentions of, of the thing. And so, so let's, let's re- exactly. I think that's a beautiful, beautiful sentiment. Amazing. Yeah. I love your, I love your take. That was really, that was really, really special, really powerful take. So thank you. Okay. Last couple of things before we finish up, these are like purely just, I'm curious and wondering what you'll say about it. First of all, I know you're, um, you're, you're currently channeling a book or multiple books. Is it multiple books? It will be multiple books. Yeah, I'm okay. just, I'm working on one. Okay. Right well, <laughs> just one. She's just, but one I know, everybody. I know, I know the topics of the, of three. Okay. So. Amazing. So you're, so you're working with that right now. And, 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 um, I'm just curious, like how, what, how soon can we expect this beautiful creation in the world? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I would love for this to be out by like the holidays, if not sooner. I mean, I'm not going to go through a normal book process. Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm totally, I'm going to self-publish it. Like we were saying, it's going to require a lot less like 
editing than yep. another type of book because it's a yep. channel text. Yep. So, I mean, I'll finish my first draft by the end of May mm-hmm. and then however long it takes me to kind of just go through, edit that and then get everything sorted with the logistics of title page, you know? So I would yeah. say I'm hoping by, by, it should okay. be out by holidays. Okay. Amazing. Don't quote her on it, everybody. Yeah. You know, we, we have... <laughs> Don't quote me if I get exhausted. I mean, I'm letting myself, I have a habit of like just doing too many projects and I kill myself trying to, so I'm just like not giving myself a deadline on this or some of the other things I'm working on and just letting myself enjoy the experience of it. Amazing. And if you feel comfortable sharing, what's the, like, what's the, you don't have to give the nitty gritty, but what's the kind of general topic? Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. It's all about manifestation. Yeah. Um, so, and it was really, it's really cool how it's written. Like, I didn't really know where they were going to go with it. You know, but so it's kind of cool because it's like, as I'm writing it, I'm also like reading it at the same well, time. And I'm obviously going to, that's like such that. a niche experience. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm reading it as I'm writing it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's funny, but it's about manifestation. And I wasn't totally sure if they were going to like make it super basic or mm-hmm. like, really in depth and it's kind of a blend of both. So the way it's written, I think it'd be, it's going to be really helpful for people who are newer to the topic and for people who are like deep in it, Mm it's like gets into the complexities and it's a lot around, you know, they're really getting to the root of manifestation. It's not like do this, then this, then this, it's not like a step-by-step protocol. Mm -hmm. It's all about frequency and like the dancing of energies and the dancing of choice and, and like free will and also your soul contracts. And, you know, how is my energy interacting with yours and how am I manifesting? If you, you are calling in something different, if you're aligned with something different. So I love that it's getting into like that, the dance of the energies and how everything's connected. It's a lot around reprogramming, which I, I honestly wasn't expecting a lot around like reprogramming our brains in the way we think Mm -hmm. and realizing like, just all of the systems we're in. Um, So there's a lot around that. And I've written like the bulk of it. And now they're kind of moving into this second portion that's like commonly asked questions. So they're like addressing like, things that people say about manifestation Hmm. and like classic questions, like why do bad things happen to good people? Like things Mm -hmm. like that they're addressing. And then they're getting into the really complex stuff, like the, you're deep in the high frequencies. This might not make sense to people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Who That's don't understand cool, it. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's all about manifestation, Dang. but it's definitely not a regular manifestation book text. Oh, I yeah. love it. I can't wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> this sounds so amazing. I like that too. I like how you're, you kind of have, you're weaving in the, the more basic concepts and also some advanced, I guess, um, yeah. information too. I mean, you're not weaving it in, they're weaving it in for you, <laughs> but I like that they're weaving it in that way for you. Wow. It's so yeah, amazing. It's, it's, it was, it's cool how they're taking it and tying it together. And they even like things that I am familiar with, they've explained in ways that I haven't heard before. Mm. That was actually really like, I was learning a lot as I, I'm like, Whoa, I had never thought of it that way. So yeah. And I think just in the manifestation space, I almost feel like a lot of the teaching around it, like takes away from how it really works. Like we're like, what's the process? And it's like, it's not really a process as opposed to like how you be, you know, and I'm a really fast manifester. It wasn't always that way. People are like, well, how do you manifest? And like, I can break down things to do, but like when I'm manifesting, I don't have like a step-by-step process. I literally just like align my frequency and it comes like, that's it. Yep. You know, yeah. are you, and, are you a non-specific manifester in human design? Yeah. Yeah. So am I. Yeah. I, I, it's the same for me. Just curious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, but that's really what manifestation is, right? Like we overcomplicate it yet. It's such yes. a complex thing to yes. like, well, how do I just be that, that energy? How do I be in alignment with that? 
And I really wanted them to get into like, how does it all interact? Like, why is it that certain things aren't coming in? What if I'm Mm. set on creating something that conflicts with what you're set on creating? Like, how does that interact? Like, I wanted them to like do that, talk about that. The dynamics of it all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because I think that's really cool. And they did. They've done a good job so far and we have some more to go. So I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about (laughs) it. So good. It sounds so good. And also just like something I was thinking about as you were talking, like just in general, I think I could be projecting, but most of your work and, and, and your life and how they interact with each other is like, you're constantly being surprised by like, oh, I didn't think that that's like where they were going to take it, but that's where they were. And I just think that's really beautiful because it's like, I think everybody could take a little piece of that lesson out of it of just like letting yourself kind of be with without attachment to it, right? Like you kind of just went in and was like, all right, this is what is happening and this is what I'm typing. And I think that that also like, if we put that into macro, I think that's such a beautiful like sentiment of just <laughs> yeah. like, let yourself be kind of humbly surprised by the experience as you go through this freaking human experience, you know? It's like yeah, very no. humbling. Thank you. Well, and it's interesting because as I've been over the last couple of months, like I really struggled with like all of my shifts and like the way I like, as it overlaps with my business, because I've had to completely like shift my business, which mm. was, yeah, it's just a process when you yeah. built something with so many legs, that's just like run in such a certain type of way. And then I'm so different and it needs to catch up. Yeah. And I just had this like click moment of, I literally just every day, the same way, like when I write the book, I'm like, I'm just showing up to it. It's like, mm. that's just how my business needs to be. It's like, I'm just going to show up, be like, I'm going to record a YouTube video. I don't know what the hell it's going to be about, but here yeah. I am. Let's just yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Like, that's just how my life is because, yeah. and I realized like, that's what excites me because yes. I like having the experience of like, I'm surprised too. Like I'm viewing it the same time I'm creating it. Yes. And that's fun for me, but it's like, I suck the fun out of it for myself when I'm planning it all ahead of time. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I hear you. It's an interesting you. thing. <laughs> it's a ball, it's a dance, but it's I, I I agree with you. And I just like when as I'm hearing you say that, it's just like that's the way I want to live my life too, you know, as much as I can. And then running a business around it too. I mean, sometimes it can be like kind of weird yeah. and finding the balance of it all, but I think that's really that's really beautiful. Amazing. Well, I can't wait to read it. I'm so excited. It's like when I saw you were writing it, I was like, I feel like I was like catching snippets of the book too, and I was like pre-excited before, before, you know, um, I love that's, it. that's the fun stuff. Okay. So let's, I just want to end off with a little, with a little bang here before we finish up with that. You don't have to go into too much detail here, but I'm just curious, like with your, so I, you know, you're working with all kinds of different beings and energies, but on the more, I'm always like, I'm curious, like what word you use too, when you talk about off planetary energy, because my experience is that the terms that a lot of the world uses to describe Mm -hmm. them, like extraterrestrial or alien, like they don't like it. What's your experience Mm -hmm. of that? Like what? I'm just curious. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. I usually call, I mean, I kind of, uh, like I'll say interdimensional beings, Okay, okay, okay. you know, but you know, I, I've heard other people say that too, of like, Oh, like they don't like that, like alien. Mm -hmm. And like, I get it. Yeah. At the same time, um, I don't know if it's just my energy and who I'm talking. I mean, I've had some of them be like, we don't like that. Yep. But more than not, they don't really care, right. like, to be honest. And I think that's part of like my personality, too, in mm-hmm. my interactions of like, I don't think any words have like negative connotations, mm-hmm. which is such a big concept that I don't think people really understand. But when they're talking to me, like, yeah. there aren't words that like offend me. Like, I don't mm-hmm. 
I don't attach negative connotation to words. To words. Yeah. I think that's how we give words certain power. And mm. so it's like, I don't know if somebody could think of like an insult and like call it to me, like I wouldn't probably, I don't care. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, um, yeah. I just, it's, it's all, it feels neutral for me. Huh. Um, cause I'm tuning into frequency. And so right. I just, uh, I think we give words power in how we True. relate to them. And so I don't know if that's just because of how my energy is. Like when I say alien, I'm not saying like, hmm. you're a weird alien, but also like, I would totally identify as alien. Right. Like I would totally yeah. identify, you know, and even knowing like definition of alien is like, you don't belong here. You're an outsider. Mm-hmm. Like I'll still, I don't, cool. Great. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's what I want to be. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, I don't know if that's it, but I, I mean, I've had some be like, yeah, we don't like that, but that actually hasn't been my experience, but I know cool. I, I've, I've heard a lot of people tell me they're like, yeah, they don't like those words, but I typically just say ET or interdimensional beings, cool. but it kind of depends where I'm going. Right. Like, because if I'm working with another species, yeah. I guess I don't really use that word. I'm, I'm just like, who are you? Where are you from? Mm-hmm. What do you call your species? <laughs> so cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like, I really like your explanation. I think it's, it's kind of words. I mean, language is so powerful, but it's only as much power as we give it each mm-hmm. word, negative or positive kind of charge. And I think, um, you know, those words have just been given kind of a negative connotation, but it's like, it's interesting to reclaim it also too. Mm-hmm. Like, that's cool. Like, yes, sign me up. You know, it's like conspiracy theorist. I was like, I want, I want to get a t-shirt that says I'm a conspiracy. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally down to walk around yeah. with a t-shirt that says I'm like, I don't see it as a bad thing. No, at all. to be honest, I'll own it. You know, that because... word. Yeah. Yeah. There, that <laughs> phrase mean, has gotten such a negative kind of pulse attached to it. It's crazy. It's well, just, it's, that's how it was designed. You yeah. know, it's like the CIA put that out there to get people to free, like not look there. I know I don't want to be shamed, mm-hmm. but like you can only shame me if I let you shame me. Yeah. That's huge. That's so huge. right. I don't yeah. care. Amazing. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's so good. I don't, I don't even know why I was asking where I was going with that, but what I did want to ask like truly is, um, is there a specific kind of interdimensional or I guess ET kind of species that you work most often with, or that you, you, if you're like astral traveling that you're visiting more often or like having more encounters with more often, like what's that like for you? Yeah. I mean, I see a lot of them and I don't have names for all of them. Yeah. Um, a big, I spent a lot of time traveling out around to different groups. I mean, I could write a whole book on like where I'm going and what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> I don't, because do. that's another thing of like, I spent a lot of time doing light work, like right. on this planet, on other, like communication, mm-hmm. like how are we supporting? Like I'm doing a lot of stuff. Like I'm not yeah. just, you know what I mean? But there is one group that it's called Senetka. I don't know if other people have tuned into them. I don't wow. know. It's S-E-N-E-T-K-A. Um, and they, they work with this bright blue energy that they put into these crystals. And it's very like, like think like pebble beach, Mm. like they live in these caves, like by it's like by water. Um, Mm. and there's, it's like pebbles, like not like sand, like going into these caves. And it's there that they essentially like use these crystals. It's this this bright blue, like think like the color of like an avatar, their skin, like that color blue, like, um, radiating, they, they like channel into these crystals and they're in different shapes. Um, and they're kind of like this worker energy. It reminds me of like mining coal and like turning it into diamonds, like, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of energy. Yep. And yeah, they're very interesting, very nice. A lot with like technology, like keep to themselves, but seeing how can we trade this energy with other groups? I go a lot to them. It's very calming and, I don't know. I just, I go to them a lot because it feels like, I think other places I go, it feels like, feels like I'm going to UN meeting on different planets. 
And with them, it feels like I'm just hanging out and seeing what's going on. Right. Cool. Like you're not necessarily going for a specific purpose, just to yeah. kind of like visit. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. I mean, so cool. And I, I I agree with you. I think there's like, that's a whole other like topic and subcategory is like, you know, there's like you here, but then there's also like you traveling astrally and doing all kinds of like, whatever it is that you're doing, <laughs> you know? And I found that too. Like, it's like, how the, f- like, I'm starting to kind of have understanding of the fact that I am potentially doing that on some level too and it's like it's a whole other thing you know it's like if only you knew it's a whole other thing sometimes I wake up I'm like I'm like I have to start my day and like work and I'm like oh my god I was just like working here and now I have to work here you know yeah damn it definitely screws with your sense of like I don't have enough time in the day like that energy and like just the exhaustion and how much more rest is needed is needed right (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Big time. Cause it's like it's a lot of fun though. I just slept all night and now I like need to sleep all over again. Anyway, exactly. amazing. I mean, I could talk to you for a couple more hours, but you know, we have physical bodies and we need to like do things with them. So <laughs> it was so good to, to have you on and chat with you. And I feel like this will, this could definitely like lead to a part two in the future. So I'm thank so you. down for a part two. Thank yes. you. I always have so much fun chatting with you. Like we're always on the same page and I feel like yeah our our lives like parallel each other's in the weirdest way totally. <laughs> I know and like to be continued on that I think yeah. that's just gonna keep happening <laughs> um amazing Christina thank you um for anybody who doesn't know can you quickly just give like the quick how-to on how people can connect with you this will all be in the show notes but also to just like you have your book coming up where can people find you and anything else like fun and cool that you want to plug that you have coming up yeah, well, you can find me everywhere at Christina the Channel. So on Instagram at Christina the Channel, YouTube Christina the Channel. My podcast is Christina the Channel Podcasts. Emily's been a guest, so listen if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. Um, such a good episode. And those are the main places to find me. My website is christinathechannel.com where you can see like all of my offerings. And I would say, you know, anyone listening, if you haven't already started the Ascension Challenge, check it out. It's free. It's a ton of content. It's like a whole course. I had a lot of people asking me like, are you going to make this paid for? Like people were, I think we're expecting that. And I was like, no. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, it's, I really can't recommend it enough. It will really shift your consciousness. Absolutely. So there'll be links, links to that. I'm sure Emily will post. That's what I would say to check out for sure. And yeah, I'm just really grateful to be on your show. So thank you. Thank you. So good to talk to you. (laughs) 